This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Hello, and welcome to Business Wise with your host, John Estefanos. John is a licensed attorney in California, a real estate broker, and a serial entrepreneur. His goal is to educate and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs everywhere to achieve their dreams and set up their business to achieve the most success possible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Business Wise. I'm your host, John. How is everyone doing? Hope you guys are having a fantastic week. I've uh, had a another busy week at work, but my week went very well. I'm excited to be here today and um, talking to you guys. And today we are going to finish our uh, four episode kind of uh, series uh, talking about entity structure. And today we're going to talk about corporations. But before I get into talking to you guys about corporations I want to share with you guys um, a client that came into the office this week and it was a complete refresher and it kind of relates to everything we've been talking about so I had a I had these uh, two guys who are partnering partnering up excuse me and into a uh, a dentist practice they are each dentist and they called me up they got my number uh, from another client of mine that re- referred me to them and uh, they said hey we want to come in and talk to you so um, I typically try not to ask what it is they want to come in for because then it some some clients will just end up talking about everything over the phone and then I don't want to cut them off so I just tell people to talk to me when they get there and um, they came in and I said how can I help and they said hey we're looking into uh, buying a uh, business uh, dental practice sorry and we need an attorney we need your help setting it up and we need you to advise us on what the best entity structure is and uh, they went on to say that uh, they don't want to you know make any mistakes and they thought that it would be a good idea consulting an attorney to help them with this so i said wow what a refresher somebody's actually doing this and this is exactly what i'm talking about before you make moves you must consult with an attorney um, or or someone that is a professional in this so that they can assist you guys with um the you know with the uh, proper information or actually I should say they should provide you with the proper information and uh, that will um, assist you in making the right decision so anyways I went on to talk to these guys and we're going to take care of them and set them up but um, it was very good to see that um, people are doing this and um, are trying to protect themselves Okay, so today I want to talk to you guys about corporations. Um, As a business owner, you can be incorporated 
as a C corporation or S corporation. And when you incorporate, by default, if you don't do anything else, you are a C corporation. And in today's episode, I'm going to explain the difference between what a C corporation is and what an S corporation is. And um, I'm going to start talking about how they get formed. And uh, both types of corporations get formed the same exact way. And that is by filing the Articles of Incorporation. Just like, remember our last topic, uh, we or sorry, our last discussion, the topic was LLCs, limited liability companies. Uh, for those you filed with Secretary of State, this here, you do the same exact thing and you file the Articles of Incorporation with the Secretary of State. And um, you elect to be um, a corporation. Um, so in order to be an S corporation, you have to um, fill out and file Form 2553. And that is the S election filing that happens with the IRS so you get your S election status from the IRS that is something that they control and they give you you don't get that from the state so I just want everyone to kind of know that that when you file a corporation you cannot just file it as an S corp you have to file it you are a C corp at that time at that point because you are a C corp by default and then you elect um, to be an S corporation by filing form 2553 with the IRS um, both types of corporations have um, shareholders they have officers they have directors, which we will discuss in just a, a moment here. Uh, both uh, types of corporations have bylaws. Those are very similar to last week when we were discussing limited liability companies. We talked about an operating agreement. The bylaws kind of set forth all the rules of the corporations. Uh, corporation, sorry. So just like a limited liability has limited liability company has an operating agreement so does a corporation they have bylaws now i want to explain the whole thing with shareholders officers and directors because a lot of people kind of use those terms they don't really know what they do and what the what the um hierarchy is um so starting with the highest uh, of the hierarchy shareholders have the highest and, and the most power they are actually the owners of the corporation and then the shareholders will elect a board of directors and uh, that board of directors kind of um, is um, selected or picked by the shareholders and can also be fired at any time by the shareholders and then the board of directors will hire the officers and the officers are you know the, um, the, 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 the that could be the president of the company the vice president uh, you know the, the secretary of the company um, 
upper uh, management positions, those can be officers. And uh, the directors have complete control over the officers. They can hire and fire them. And then the officers are the ones that are responsible for the day-to-day -day management of a business. Now, that hierarchy and that structure is a little bit easier to understand when you're talking about uh, a corporation that has um, many shareholders and has that structure. However, most corporations are held by one or two people only. So in this case, you can uh, hold your own corporation as a shareholder. So you are the shareholder, you are the director, and you are all of the officer positions. And in most corporations, the officer positions are president, vice president, chief financial officer and secretary so when you hold a when you um, have a corporation and you're the only person in it you are kind of playing all roles and that is completely perfect and that is completely fine this is just something i'm discussing with you guys so that way you can get a picture and an idea of how that works and when you see those terms being thrown around um, you know exactly what is being talked about. Now, the other thing is that just like a limited liability company, corporations, even more so, provide um, personal uh, liability. They, you know, so you're, you're you are protected personally from legal liability and that protection works the same for s corps and the same as for c corps so um, it's um, the same exact liability so when it comes to getting that personal protection from uh, or sheltering yourself from legal liability both of these um, types of entities is going to do the same exact thing for you so nothing different there so the main difference between a c corp and an s corp and when i say corp i'm referring to corporations the main difference is in one area and in one area only and that is how they are taxed okay and this is where you really need to listen so you can figure out which route you want to take c corporations um, the way that's taxed is that the corporation pays federal income tax on the profit at the corporation level and the profits are distributed to the shareholders accordingly as a dividend okay so that's another way of saying basically the shareholders um, get those profits as income and the shareholders have to pay a federal income tax on those dividends, hence the double taxation. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to say it a little differently and I'm going to say it maybe a little slower. When in, in a C-Corp structure, when the company, the corporation makes a profit, right then and there, that profit is taxable by the IRS 
Okay, so you pay a tax there. Then that same profit has to be given to the shareholders, okay, according to their share. And then those shareholders have to go and file their personal tax return, and then they're gonna pay another tax on that profit. So in essence, that profit got taxed twice. One at the corporation level and one at the personal level. And that's where the whole thing or the whole issue of double taxation um, kicks in. And if you look up C corporations online or you talk to people, um, the number one thing you're going to hear is double taxation. Try to avoid that double taxation. Okay, now, how is that different from an S-Corp? Well, there's a big difference. In an S-Corp, when the company makes a profit, the corporation, if you are in fact an S-Corp, the corporation does not pay federal income tax at the corporate level. That profit is distributed to the shareholders and then the shareholders file their personal tax return and then they pay federal income tax on that profit. That's the whole thing that I talked before in prior episodes about. It passes through, it flows through. If you start reading online or talking to attorneys or CPA, they will use those terms. Pass through, flow through, it flows through or passes through to you personally and you file tax and you pay federal income tax only once on that money. Folks, that is a big, big, big difference and a big distinction and you need to be aware of it. C-Corps, the profits get taxed twice. S-Corps, the profit gets taxed once. And the IRS decided to do this because there was a lot of small businesses. As small businesses grew, the IRS started to think about what can we do so that we can help small businesses so that they can avoid being double taxed or going through this whole thing of double taxation. Um, now you ask, well, why in the heck or why in the world would someone want to be a C-Corp and why doesn't just everyone operate as an S-Corp? Well, that's because S-Corporations have some limitations. Number one, the shareholders must be residents of the U.S. So if you're not a resident of the U.S., if the shareholders are not residents of the U.S., they cannot be um, or they cannot have a corporation and elect to be uh, an S-Corp. So right there, um, your residency status in the United States can determine how you're going to hold your business. The other limitation of an S-Corp is that um, S corporations are only limited to a hundred shareholders. 
So if you are a company or a corporation and you have more than 100 shareholders right there, you cannot be an S corporation. So a lot of the publicly traded companies that you uh, see and hear of, they're probably C corporations, but um, going back to why wouldn't everyone be an S corp? That's because not everyone can be an S corp. Although, you know, a lot of people can um, fit into that window of being an S corp. Um, there are some situations or some um, or, or sometimes that a corporation has to be a C corp. So, what are the disadvantages? of an S-Corp. The disadvantage of an S-Corp, there's two. Uh, number one, st statistically, sorry, they are under more scrutiny by the IRS. And because they are under more scrutiny, it would be a fair assessment or a, a fair thing to say um, that they would probably be audited more, okay? Although their audit rate is very low, they are probably still audited more than a C corporation. Um, the other disadvantage is that the IRS can revoke your S election. Okay, remember in the beginning I kind of, I said that the IRS gives you the selection; they can also take it away from you if they are seeing someone that is reckless with their tax return. Now, what are the disadvantages of a C-Corp? Well, the only real disadvantage of a C-Corp is the double taxation element of it. And that is something that cannot be avoided. That comes with being a C-Corporation. So we discussed some of the limitations on an S corporation. I explained to you guys the difference between the two. And again, the big difference lies in how they are taxed. Um, we talked a little bit about the officer positions and I think that's, um, I like doing that so that you guys understand how it works. Um, S corporations are extremely extremely popular um, just know that um, it, you know I I'm of the belief that if you're gonna operate a small business or even a medium-sized business the way to go is to um, file a corporation make that um, election to be taxed as an S corporation and you do that by filing again form 2553 and um, I just think that's the most favorable entity structure that's out there both from you know protecting yourself from legal liability and and also um, having uh, the tax benefits that you need um, I think this is it. That's kind of, uh, that concludes our discussion about corporations. Um, um, we basically had four episodes on entity structure. 
Uh, we started out talking about um, sole proprietorships, then we moved on to partnerships, then we moved on to limited liability companies. Today we discussed corporations. Now I don't want you to think that those are the only types of entities that exist. Um, there are other types of entities, but I picked the, uh, very, the, the most common ones to discuss with you guys. And um, um, again, my advice is that if you are holding a business as a sole proprietorship, you reach out to a CPA or uh, an attorney, consult with them, see if that's the proper way to continue doing business. Um, if you are someone who's looking into getting into business, again, this is very, very important. Please consult with an attorney so that way um, they can give you the advice you need on how to structure your business. Uh, this is not an area where you should try to save money. This is an area where um, basically every penny you spent will be well spent and be very beneficial because uh, mistakes are costly and you don't want to set up your business the wrong way only to find out that in a year two or three you might have to uh, go back and uh, change it uh, that's it for today I want to uh, thank you all for listening um, next week I will have another exciting topic uh, I won't share it just yet and uh, but uh, tune in you will uh, like it and you will um, again learn a lot uh, please subscribe and rate. Follow me on Instagram at Businesswise Podcast and let me know any topics you would like discussed. This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Welcome to Business Wise. I'm your host, John. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. Um, I've had a good week myself and uh, it's been very productive and busy and I'm very excited to be here today talking to you guys. Um, so before I start talking about our discussion today, I, I like to kind of start our episodes sharing um, things that I read or quotes that I read that I like and I read this one this week and um, it says the following to be successful you have to have your heart in your business and your business in your heart and I read that and I liked it a lot 
and uh, this is very true. Those who succeed have put everything they have into their business and or idea. You can't just be 99% in, you have to be in all the way, 100% all the time. So I encourage all business owners to do this so that they can achieve optimal success. Um, that's just something I read that I liked and I'm sharing it with you guys um, to um, help you guys uh, and to encourage you so that you could uh, reach the level of success you want. I want to talk to you guys today about some government agencies that most business owners deal with. And um, these agencies or departments, um, they regulate your business in some way, shape, or form. So, you know, part of talking to you guys